Long afternoon and night ahead. Indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah, I don't know about that. Totally possible. Nope, that's not it. Here we go. Nope, that's not it. Okay. Let's go. One minute to airtime. One minute. We're live in one. You know, I actually had someone complain that, um, new report live, that, that I don't start speaking right away. Folks, big double header tonight. Wow. The return of Ladybug. I can't wait. There's Joshua David. Thank you for the stars, everybody. There's Farrah Paul. All right, folks, we're live. Un momento. Yes, yes, yes. At 12.06, on this Wednesday, May 3rd, good afternoon one and all, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in all of our viewers that tune in and enjoy. This is the Noon Report, that's what we call it, at 12 noon, that uh, enjoy the program on our Facebook page, which is John DePietro Show. Remember, <clears throat> share that you are watching, click the like button, make sure you follow the page, and then if you'd like to notify, a it has to be a Facebook friend, by the way. I know someone said to me, you know, I notified some people. Yeah, but if they're not on Facebook, <clears throat> a little bit of the tree in the forest falling and there's no one there. Um, but then, and then, of course, listen, folks, Stars is designed to show, you know, appreciation. Now, in a, in a perfect world, we would have more subscribers. Actually, in a perfect world... Facebook would allow Juan to raise the price of the monthly subscription since it's so exceeded what we initially thought we could do. But be that as it may, they don't allow it. So we're stuck at, I don't mean stuck, but, but we are limited at 24 cents a week. What else can you get for 24 cents a week? The answer is zero. Um, you can't even get 25 cents a week for 24 cents a week. But then, but wait, there's more. Then your way of saying, hey, what an unbelievable deal this is, is then by, by sending stars, which support the program, support the on-the-scene live stream. And we have a, a big night in store for tonight, for those that are going to be tuning in. And actually, so tonight's a doubleheader. I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. And then we're going to try something different with Cranston PD Live this week. So, so we have some changes in store with that. Um, for those that are just tuning in right now, 12.08 in the Ocean State at this noontime, uh, th there's finally some, at least at least State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, at least she's starting to raise opposition about the Zamborano situation. But I want to tell you about that and more. But folks, first, remember this portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. The sun is breaking through. 
We've had quite a bit of rain. Hey, listen, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have a great Facebook page, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. People drive there from all over. Why? First of all, the best hydrangeas in New England. Colors available, available blue and pink. Um, they have such a great selection on pansy flats, pansy bags. They have unique gifts. The service is tremendous. It's quality, family-run local business. They're open seven days a week. PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook. All right, so everyone is buzzing about uh, my latest Charlotte Lester post that's on DePetro.com. Folks, we, it's all facts. I've already been contacted by two other members of the media. Are all, yes, it's all facts. Listen, anyone that's questioning that has not been paying attention. So a television person said, do you realize that our entire television, everybody here at the station is discussing what you posted about the Charlotte Lester case on, on Dimitri? Yes, I am aware of that. Well, actually, I didn't know that, but I, I'm not surprised. So you can see what it's all about at the website, dipetro.com, brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. I was there on Saturday. Folks, a great meal feast if you will is waiting for you at the coincident inn yes i'm am i aware yes check out dipetro.com listen it's all sourced this is all and i don't mind not everyone pays attention i get that um but you'll see the latest now where things stand as we're approaching one year later uh we have someone said to me hey you're the only one that has the uh, leaborg decision on lugo posted on yeah of course yes again guilty as charged of course we're the only one um and i i don't fully understand this whole business that the media runs to harry turtle harrison tuttle of black lives matter uh let me know when he starts dealing in facts it's all just ridiculous but you can see it all on the website and then folks once you're there you know all of the radio shows are posted right there see where it says radio show Someone, I get an email from someone. Now, where's the shop? How do I get into the shop to get some of the merchandise? If you log on to Petro.com, see where the words say shop up near the top? There it is. Now, Juan, if someone wants to contact you, can they do that through the website? See where it says contact right at the top? You click on that. What if I want to support the show? Is there a way that I could support the show through the, the website? See up top the yellow button? See, it's all right there at the top of the website, dpetro.com. Now, tonight, Facebook Live. We have a double header, or I think Channel 56 used to call it. It was either 56 or 38, the creature double feature. But tonight, the return of Ladybug. <clears throat> Almost met her maker. They were given her last rites at the hospital. She could see the light. Ladybug did not go towards the light. She has never been the same since the attack from the orange ski mask man mark perkins who by the way my case against him a felony assault deadly weapon dangerous weapon uh you know trying to kill people with a running gas-powered lawnmower has now been postponed till next month that's fine hey we're not in any rush facts are on our side good thing i live stream live stream saved juan's life he thought he was destroying equipment because he just thought i was filming it uh, no, guess again, Harry. No, uh, we were live streaming. 
And so that case, the developments of it, I have no idea. I mean, these things take a while, not complaining, just giving an update, but it's not till next month. I am not required to be there. I have no knowledge that he, that individual, orange ski mask man, the lunatic, that he is um, required to be there. But I am going to go to the next one. I am going to go to the next one just so the judge knows that I am present. And something that I also want to point out, and as we, you know, those of you that have followed it, and it's on the website, what we've learned is the attack was motivated by the fact that I broke the story about the mattress. It wasn't just, you know, as much as we thought it was, just an unhinged lunatic attack, which it was, but we've learned the motivation was, was because I broke the story about the, uh, the mattress. So, again, if you log on to Petro.com, it's, it's all right there. So, and I also want, and that's, that's also really important because in something that I don't think the media, I know the media, hasn't connected the dots, so to speak, but what I want to make sure the judge is aware of, and I want to make sure that the prosecutor is getting it across, <clears throat> and this part has not, it's never been really fleshed out, not effectively. Nothing against the local media. Um, it, they seem to enjoy the coverage more when I had been arrested the night before. By the way, case dismissed, case dismissed with the trespassing. I hope, as, as you know, I bear no ill will towards work police, but be that as may. Um, that, that, you know, many times they're dealing with various uh, felony assault cases, which what this is, which is trying to kill someone with a running gas-powered lawnmower. But what should be clearer, and I don't fully think it was ever fleshed out with the media, is that many times, police all the time are dealing with assault cases, right? There's a road rage incident, people end up in a parking lot, and then someone is maybe running their car at someone. They get out and they have a tire iron, they have, you know, a bat, whatever. But what is so important about the Perkins case, and by the way, it's, I shouldn't say my case against him. It's really the state of Rhode Island's case against him. Because, you know, I, I was, Juan was the victim of crime. And, and it's the state attorney general's office who is, um, you know, representing when, when you're a victim of crime, then they're the ones actually bringing the charges. But what, what should be pointed out is it wasn't that. It was I was there in my role working, reporting on a missing persons case. That individual on Staples Avenue in Warwick freaked and snapped because I brought to light the element of the mattress and why that is significant. So he wasn't, this was not, hey, you know, there's someone from the media. Get away from my house. It was not that. It was in his sick, demented mind, there's the person who unearthed the evidence about the mattress and the significance of the mattress and the search for the old mattress. And, and then we uncovered more with, you know, the recordings where then he, I believe, misled his family about when he purchased the mattress. So that's what it was. It wasn't, hey, there's that guy or there's someone, you know, and then there's some kind of a assault with a, 
a deadly weapon, much like that woman should have been arrested in Coventry when she ran her truck onto the lawn of a neighbor trying to run over the photographer from Channel 10. She absolutely should have been arrested. That's felony assault. And I also fully understand some people don't understand the law because people are saying, yeah, but she missed him. It doesn't matter. As our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, said, if someone, if you throw an ashtray at someone, you have a big ashtray and you throw it at someone and they duck, it doesn't mean no harm, no foul. We're not playing pickup basketball here, right? <clears throat> when I used to play at Beachmont Field and it was no blood, no foul. We're not talking about that. The act is the throwing of the ashtray. If you throw and hit the person, it's assault and battery. The fact that that woman in Coventry ran her truck up on the lawn and the guy from Channel 10 had to jump out of the way, oh, well, she missed. No, 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 no. If she had hit him, it's assault and battery, but it's felony assault. I get that some people, and I, I don't, I've learned not, I don't blame people. They certainly aren't shy about sharing their opinions, right? If you're at a bar and as you're walking to your car, someone that you were arguing with in the, the pub takes out a pistol and shoots at you, if they miss, it isn't, oh, well, no harm, no foul. He missed, no, 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 no. No, they're, they're arrested because they fired a weapon and they were trying to potentially kill you. So, and I get that not everyone gets that. Like I said, it never, it never amazes, it doesn't, it doesn't stop to amaze me how the people who really don't know what they're talking about are certainly not. You know, I posted the video on TikTok. It has, it's been viewed 1.4 million times. <laughs> the woman in Coventry. I posted that woman on Facebook. That's been viewed 1 million times. So you do the Facebook times TikTok. We're up to 2.4 million views. Then I, I did the unedited version. It's a little longer. It's 100,000 views on Facebook. So we're up to two and a half, 2.5 million. And then when you add in some of the other variations of it, it gets closer to, because then another video of her actually got 200,000 views on TikTok. So we're getting close to 3 million views. But someone put, no, she was arrested the next day. That, that's a complete lie. She was not arrested. So tonight, the return of Ladybug. Then, after that, Mark driving, One Force One, on the scene, live stream. Action kicks off tonight at 7. Creature double feature, double header. And it's all coming up tonight. Someone said to me, are you are you nuts? The Celtics are on. Yeah, I get that. But the Celtics, this is, Philadelphia's already checked out. They already won the first game they had to. They were already... You know, whatever. They're going to go through the motions. The Celtics blew the game the other night. It's possible, but I I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that. Now, also, Saturday night, Cranston PD Live. Now, someone said, wait a minute. You haven't done this on a Saturday night. Yeah, I I'm aware of that. I think it'll be okay. We're going to do Cranston PD Live this Saturday night. So Friday night, we'll still be out, but we, you know, we're trying different things. We're moving things around. This is all still in its infancy. As I've said, you know, April was the biggest month we've ever had between both Facebook and YouTube. And YouTube's really, the growth is <clears throat> incredible growth with, with both, but really with YouTube right now. But, um, so, I mean, we will be out covering other various activities, crimes, breaking news on the scene, live stream, right? When it happens, Thursday, Friday. But Saturday night, we are going to try with um, Cranston PD Live. Folks, this portion of the program... <coughs> 
So Ladybug returns tonight, back from the grave. Uh, the return of LB. She's been quite... Hey, that attack on her caused her to have a stroke. Almost took her life. But I, you know, I'm not surprised as someone that was there witnessing the whole thing. It was. Because um, you're not... You know, who who does that? And, and we're long past these people that we're trying to defend the individual. Like people just, they don't know, they lie. You know, oh, you're just harassing that guy. Wrong. No, no, hardly. Oh, you just pick him out and harass him. That's not right. You're not following the story. Police were there for a month. That's where Charlotte was headed. Um, again, you know, low, as, as Rush used to say, and I'm going to start to adopt some of his lingo low information voters um no that was not the case folks this portion of the john DePietro show and it's brought to you by falcon pest services now listen it's not as i like it's not a sin to have a rodent problem or an insect problem or a pest problem but it's a sin not to do anything about it falcon pest services call them today john and kelly 401-739-1322 home or business and let me let me just say Listen, I'm not trying to ask a personal question, but if you have, let's just say you have an ant problem or you have a roach problem. There was a roach on the uh, red carpet at the Met Gala the other night. Maybe you have mice. If you pretend they're not there, I told the story, a friend of mine, just beautiful, brand new home, and they, they had mice. You could pretend you don't have a problem. It doesn't mean it's going away. It does not mean it's going away. Termites, bedbugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes. Falcon, think of the falcon. Boom, swooming in it. Falcon Pest Services. They also have a tremendous opportunity. They're hiring for the right person. But call John and Kelly today. Family-run local business. I share their Facebook page. Falcon Pest Services. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322 for Falcon pest services now folks this we have several stories to get through this is the noon report uh where we give you really like the top four big local stories that many times the rest of the media that they don't focus on for whatever reason but that i find and jump out at me as some of the bigger stories and one of the biggest stories without question that I, you know, here's a surprise, right? Spoiler alert. It's it's not going to get the attention that it should be getting. But that is that there was, as they're investigating, boy, you got to hand it to the investigators on voter fraud. They don't waste any time. Boy, they are jumping right, right into on it. Can you imagine? So they're investigating the fact that they now believe, boy, here's a shock that some people voted more than once in the November election. Now, <clears throat> the fact of the matter is, as much as they're saying, oh, we think we found five people. Yeah, I think you're missing some zeros there. Because, I mean, is there anyone that believes five people voted twice? As Ken Block, who we've had on the program, has pointed out. And as I have pointed out. And we are... You know, I, I'll, I'll admit, I have been critical of the Rhode Island Republican Party because it is, it is my contention. And, you know, I know that some of them would disagree. But I don't think 
they made enough noise about uh, some of the changes that were happening regarding how people are voting. You know, it's also, I, I'm not going to talk about it, but I just want to, there's a story in the Providence Journal today that Providence announces all season tickets for next season have sold out. And again, I, I respect Bill Koch. I don't really know him. I follow him. He's a reporter for the Journal. So they have this big thing about, you know, it's challenging and Cooley's leaving and the new coach and da, da, da. And at no point in the story, as they're going through, you know, oh, the, this spring has been a whirlwind and we didn't know what was happening and who knew. And, you know, it got really challenging and they have that athletic director, Steve Napolillo feels I give him a hard time and I've had a friend of his reach out. He's a Hendrickson grad. You're a Hendrickson grad. Hey, listen, I, I don't know that guy. I just know, you know, this big story of, you know, you know, boy, it's amazing and it's been a turbulent spring, but we sold out the season tickets and Ed Cooley left and that was going on and they dropped some games at the end. And then here, this is the Providence Journal story now. English secured commitments from key members of the team. Bryce Hopkins, running mate Devin Carter, peer of incoming freshman, uh, Garwell Duell, Bruce, Bryce Santoro. Providence also retains Jaden Pierre, Corey Floyd Jr., Raphael Castro. Uh, Coach English has added a sizable number of people he's bringing with him. Josh Adoro, Devontae Gaines, freshman guard Justin Fernandez, incoming prospect Rich Barron. So you go through the whole thing. You know, boy, this is the last few weeks. How, how about nowhere? This is comical. Nowhere in the story do they mention what got PC national front page attention? We, no mention in the story of the player that was arrested, uh, Alan Breed, for, for pulling a gun. He spent the weekend at the Providence Police Station. Nowhere in the story. Good luck. Not even a mention. Not even, and I get that. Well, that, that's not what we wanted to focus on. We wanted to focus on the season ticket holders. Like, are you kidding me? Not even, his name's not even mentioned. Does that mean he's not coming back? How about, you know, Providence also had to deal with the story regarding one of their players uh, put a gun in the face of a girlfriend of his off campus. Not even, who wrote the story? The athletic director? Folks, what is, like, how does that happen? No one thinks. I could say, you say to PC, listen, I know you're not going to like it. And I know it's supposed to be positive. And you say to him and Larry Laporte, listen, I think it's terrific you've sold out the season tickets. There's a waiting list. You're going to put down a deposit if you want to be considered, blah, blah, blah. But we have to put in and include the story that one of the starting players was arrested and spent the weekend in jail on gun charges. God almighty. All right. Did they vote twice? Rhode Island probing five cases of potential double voting. What, what possibly could be the, the, the delay with this? How, how is this? It, this is May. The story was published May 2nd. Rhode Island election officials are investigating five potential cases of double voting in the 2022 election. How many months ago was that? Let's go through. Ready? December, January, February, March, April, Six months ago. Now, 
You want to talk about rigged? One of the reasons why statute of limitations is running out. You only have a year to look into this stuff. So they wait six months. State Board of Elections unable to say for certain Monday whether any Rhode Islander voted twice last year. But confirmed they're investigating five instances and expect a final determination later this week. Yeah, let's not rush into it, said Chris Hunter. What a joke this is, folks. The investigation revolves around whether five voters in question. Like I said, you're missing some numbers there. I like this one. Either accidentally or on purpose cast early ballots in person in the November election, but also cast absentee ballots. Folks, what was I saying back in September? I'll pull the tape. I was saying there was no mechanism to stop someone from voting day of, but also voting early. They had no way that they were checking it. I, I'm going to call it out. Chairwoman Susie Yankee, I'll say this. She couldn't have done, it would have been impossible for her to have done less. It would have been impossible for her to do less about drawing attention to this. I've only been screaming about it for over a year. Who would accidentally, wait a minute now, did I vote? You know what? Come to think of it, I think I did vote. Oh, they accidentally voted twice. Five people. Keep going. 500? Keep going. How about 5,000? Questions at hand. Were both votes counted? Like, are these, are they kidding me? This is an actual story in the Providence Journal. Workers in the Secretary of State's office wrote to the Board of Elections November 7th last year, informing them five people appeared on a list of early voters and mail bat applicants. Huh. Funny how that wasn't made public. Funny how the Rhode Island Republican Party allows them to cheat and doesn't do anything about it. There were five individuals who applied for a mail ballot, voted early. Please bear in mind, this doesn't mean they actually voted their mail ballot. It's possible they hit their head, had amnesia, and forgot that they voted. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just glad there's an explanation. They confirmed the five who applied, who applied for mail ballots while also voting early in person were sent mail ballots. We can't say when it, whether any of the mail ballots were cast or counted. They referred, here's where the shell game goes in, she referred that question to the Board of Elections. Oh, okay, just let's push it off there. Asked whether the five people had been voted counted twice, that's what they're investigating. Huh. That's pretty much what I was saying last fall, that they had no mechanism in place to be able to check that. But let's run around with Ashley. Folks, th this is, and they wonder where its apathy comes in. You know, I, I am, John Francis of Competition Shooting Supply shared something with me that 80%, I think, I think this is right. We'll find out Friday when we talk to him. 80% of gun owners did not vote this past election. You know why people are not voting in Rhode Island elections? Because they don't feel their vote counts. 
This came out yesterday. This story was published yesterday. I'm waiting patiently for new chairman Joe Powers to cobble together a press release and like point it out. I'm waiting for Senate Minority Leader Jessica De La Cruz to be like, aha, I'm waiting for House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale. I like all three individuals, but my question is, what the blank are you waiting for? It's unclear when the board began investigating or what it did after being notified of the issue by the Secretary of State's office last November. This is so pathetic and beyond the pale. Disgraceful is what it is. Rhode Island has expanded the way residents can vote before Election Day in recent years, and last year allowed voters to cast ballots at their city town hall 20 days before the election. Anyone who applies for a mail ballot, not supposed to be able to vote in person. It's the honor system. Tuesday afternoon, the Board of Elections voted 4-2 to two against supporting legislation by John Breen that would reduce the early voting period from 20 days before an election to 14. Now, we're going to have him on the program tomorrow. John Breen, I want to credit, representative from Woodsocket, independent, only one drawing attention to this. Board of Elections voted 4-2 to two against it. This is embarrassing. This should not be going on. I want to repeat, where is the Rhode Island Republican Party? Where is anybody speaking out? Folks, it's really clear, as I have told you. Alan Fung, one day of voting. Alan Fung, one day of voting, but lost with these so-called ballot harvesting to Seth Magaziner. Aaron Gukian, Lieutenant Governor, beat Sabina Matos, day of voting, lost due to the ballot harvesting. Could some of those people have voted twice? Absolutely. And Helena Folks, that's who the people wanted, beat Governor McGreed, the governor living on a primary day. But the unions, thinking he was handing them a $150 million soccer stadium, ballot harvest for him, and put McKee over the hump. And now we're all stuck. My message to the Rhode Island Republican Party is really simple. Listen, if you want people to participate, you, you, you have to do more than just run people. It, it, it begins and ends with this. As I have been saying, Ashley Kalis didn't do enough about this. Folks, on a serious note, I, 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 do I have faith in Rhode Island elections? No, no, I don't. What's the point? What's the point? And the Rhode Island Republican Party, for all of their issues and what's important and blah, blah, blah. Listen, if the voting is rigged, if you're not going to go to the wall, this is, let me be really clear about something at 1235. And I'm well aware I'm the only one saying this. You know the expression, that's not the hill to die on, right? If you're in the workplace, you're unhappy about something, you're thinking whether or not you're going to bring it up to your boss or management, whatever. And many times people say, ah, I'm just not sure that's the hill to die on. I'm not sure that's the issue to make a big, you know, commotion about. If you're the Rhode Island Republican Party, let me explain something. This is the hill to die on. 
Because this is the hill you are dying on. They know it. They exploit it. Susie Yankee's not even running the party anymore. She's still with the party. Gorbeyant knew about this after the election, did nothing. What about, are we to believe this only happened in the general? What about the primary? Why is the journal, the Providence Journal, the only one? I want to give credit to Patrick Anderson. Only one running the story. Yeah, we think there were five. Yeah, think again. Listen, I, 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 was, I, I don't know what, how else to explain it. I have a clear conscience. I also, I said back in November, and I was attacked by Ken Block, Fung should not have conceded. I was at Twin Oaks election night. He shouldn't have. He said, this doesn't make sense. I one day of voting. Fung got 4,000 ballot harvest, mail ballots, even though no one's putting them in the mail, drop box ballots. Magaziner got 14,000. Does that make sense to anybody? No. I'm going to repeat what I said. And I, I like the mayor. I, uh, I consider him a friend. <clears throat> Absolutely should have said, I am not conceding this election until we go through and shine a light on those mail ballots. Sanity. What is the point? Why vote? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. And it's brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Remember their slogan, Limitless Outdoors, 401-580-1852. Call Chris, they're based in Smithfield. Get a free quote. Start with a discussion how you'd like to use your outdoor space. They can design your outdoor space to fit your aesthetics and lifestyle. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps, outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installation. How about an outdoor fire uh, pit? How about an outdoor fireplace? Limitless Outdoors. Folks, call today. Free quote, 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors. Dream Build, enjoy. Dream, build, enjoy for limitless outdoors. Call Chris, the Basin Smithfield. Before you think about redoing your house or adding something on, building materials are very expensive. Why not just find a way to enjoy your outdoor space with limitless outdoors? Folks, speaking of the outdoors, this portion of the program brought you by Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever guaranteed. Your lawn could look like Augusta National. It could look like a golf course. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact George. They have a great website. I encourage people to go to the website. You can call them. You can call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Don't get me wrong. 401-392-1025. Quick, easy quote. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, though. But if you go to their website, lawndoctor.com, you just type in your zip code, and you want to get on their premium eight service program. Premium eight service program, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, 401-392-1025 for Lawn Doctor. So, folks, good afternoon at 1240. Now, next hour, you're going to hear Dan McGowan, Boston Globe, weigh in on uh, some of their stories. By the way, the, the, the media war that 
Governor McKee is in right now. He just is. <clears throat> you have a governor who, right now, Governor McGreed, Governor McKee will not sit down for an interview. He hates the Boston Globe, but he will not sit down with an interview with the Boston Globe. He will not sit down for an interview with Channel 12. Refuses to do so. Will not do it. Will not sit down and do an Ask the Governor on the radio segment. Will not do 10 News Conference. Governor McKee feels the media is out to get him. Um, Governor McKee feels that he just got elected. He doesn't need the media. Governor McKee is fooling himself because there's there's going to be a situation that's going to pop up where he is going to need a cooperative media to go with his message. And he, he's going to come up empty. He's going to come up empty. And I, I personally, I like the fact, I know not everyone agrees with it, but I like the visibility that Attorney General Peter Narona is showing by being so visible um, regarding, you know, what he's trying to do with the office. And, you know, Governor McKee, again, the guy, he's very thin-skinned. He's very vindictive. And, you know, there's several things. Uh, Nerona's office in, in, um, investigated Bud Craddock of the DMV. Nerona's office investigated Tony Silva, who was the chief of staff. And this past fall, in November, when Governor McKee kicked, he wanted the attorney general to weigh in on the homeless encampment at the Rhode Island State House. And the attorney general's office punted. They paused. They would not do it. And that was like the final straw. So unless Governor McKee amends his budget, the attorney general is not going to get this extra money that he's looking for. And as I've said, folks, part of me thinks, you know, that's that's like it's the perfect Rhode Island where well, like why why would they want to, um, you know, a lot of the thieves up on Smith Hill a lot of the lobbyists, so many of them are lawyers. Why? Why would they? Why would they want to help the person that could investigate them? So the answer is they they don't want to help them. They don't want to help them. So what they do is, you know, notice. Okay, you have the ethics commission, but they don't have a lot of teeth. And yeah, we have the attorney general's office, but right now it doesn't have the resources that they need but it's it's by design it is absolutely by design um and i also want to point out folks there is right now there is um a fundamental disagreement i believe with what's happening right now with the homeless problem in the state and if people are not careful notice for instance the homeless are going on state land because Governor McKee does not have the backbone to evict them out of there. He doesn't. He hems and haws. This situation in Boroughville, I'm telling you right now, this is a really bad idea. It's a Because it's like they're adopting these families. Folks, our system is not designed that way. Our system is not designed that way. And some of the homeless advocates and what they're talking about, well, who's going to feed them? And who's going to transport them? And what if they need a ride somewhere? And 
are these like infants coming home from the hospital for crying out loud? Are you are you at the the shelter? You're going to adopt a dog, and they want to know: Do you have the means to take care of the animal? These are human beings. You're not helping them. You're making them more dependent. Make no mistake about it. Governor McKee, all they're doing is shipping the problem up north to Zamborano. And then it is the state is then, look, look at what happened when they were going to get them out of the state house. The homeless advocates, well, where are they going to go now? Well, are you going to give them a ride to the armory? Well, who's going to feed them? Who's going to bathe them? Yeah, 30 years old, a 30-year-old guy and his girlfriend, who's going to feed them? Who's going to bathe them? What is this? <clears throat> Channel 10, concerns rise over Providence homeless encampment. It's right near a school, Essex Hobson Middle School. Here's what's missing from the Channel 10 story. Nothing against them. I'm glad they did it. A lot of homeless, as I've told you, are sex offenders. A lot of the homeless, when you look at this homeless encampment, it's right off 146. It's, it's off at Charles Street. It's called near the West River, Charles Place Apartments, Da Vinci Center. These people just plop down tents, and at night, they're lighting fires. They have gas tanks that you use, propane tanks that you use for your, you know, uh, to grill. And this whole attitude, I, I don't know, the, the, they're trespassing. They don't belong there. The councilman for that area, could, could he be any more useless? That... You know, well, we have to approach this with compassion and, you know, we have to approach compassion. Listen, it's going to get larger. Well, we're worried that there's 50 people living back there. There's no rules. There's drug addiction. There's they're starting fires. They hosted a community public safety meeting. I, I, what part of your, your they're, they're not supposed to be there. Hey, remember the West Coast, it started with like one guy setting up a tent. I remember living in New York in the 90s. You'd see them with the, you know, cardboard boxes and that type of thing. That They've gone beyond that. You see the size of the tent that's out there? Someone gave that to them. That's like a $1,000 uh, Amazon or eBay or whatever. But that that's, that's not a pup tent. That's a pretty good, that's like a six-person tent. They have 50 people living back there, and they're going to have more for the summer. Folks, this, and, and, and McKee is not doing anything. He, could anyone be more useless than Stephen Pryor? Well, you know, the cottages need a little work. And hey, listen, the, 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 where is this leading? They're going to live on, just set up on state ground. Here, here's a prediction it's going to get cold. I'm going to be Karnak for a moment, right? The Johnny Carson bit, the envelope to the head. It's going to get cold again next October, November, December. So these individuals that are just camping out and it's going to be, you know, whatever. When And, and again, it's I understand some people say that could be me, right? The, and and I, I get that. But what they're missing is some people, they're opting for this. And some of them do have vehicles. And if, if, you, if you are living in one of these tents by the river, 
then of course in the morning you don't have a kitchen to go into so breakfast becomes a thing and then of course they want their coffee there's nothing wrong with that but just the basics of you need to get breakfast then you need to get lunch then of course you need to get dinner and in going about in doing all those things it takes up so much of their day that they're not working and a lot of times when they do they're volunteering somewhere these individuals need jobs the state of rhode island should not be adopting these individuals that's not how our system works we're not helping these individuals uh, many of them they they do come from they have an alcohol problem they have a drug problem not all of them by the way not all of them a lot of them just say i think i'll just take the summer off okay so i'm going to live in a tent and i don't have to pay rent and i got some get some monthly money for a disability that i'm going to get booze and drugs and i'm going to take now the problem is you fall out of the workforce it becomes that much harder to get established it becomes that much harder to save money if you even can save money um but like why should the da vinci center why should channel 10 have to do a piece on this and there's so many homeless advocates in the state i i think they're a complete failure i think they're failing these people i know they are and what they're really failing essex middle school is right there and there should should the kids in the middle school have to see grown men walking around naked outside their tent in the morning should should the kids at the middle school have to see people right urinating defecating behind the school doing drugs passed out who knows what else is going on in these tents <clears throat> and the city of providence is going to sue snapchat because they are hurting the way of life for students in providence <clears throat> embarrassing embarrassing what are all these people i have no idea what governor mckee is doing with all these people on the payroll you can't pitch tents on 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 public property period end of story there's 50 of them they think that'll grow to 100. you know when i interviewed some of the people that were camped out at the rhode island state house they were saying you know we the problem is we find a place right an abandoned factory whatever and once there's one tent it multiplies it's like rabbits suddenly there's five tents suddenly there's ten tents then there's so many people then they have to move then they find a new spot then there's other people that come and they know how to work the system they know how to get someone was telling me recently that a homeless person he knew the guy had brand new 300 eyeglasses and the person that i knew had just like you know some drug some they call them you know um for can't read for he needs them for reading reading glasses he had like a ten dollar pair from cvs the guy had a 400 300 pair of glasses that he got the state got him for free they all have brand new phones <clears throat> I, I, where is all this leading i'm telling you right now this is dangerous this whole zamborano thing if I lived up, you people in Burville, uh, do not, can you, do you really think you trust McKee? McKee? If if he's willing to lie and mislead the laborers and the Teamsters, oh yeah, you're going to get a soccer stadium. Just get me elected. I mean, is this really someone you could do a deal with? The guy won't even sit down for a meeting with the attorney general. 
We're supposed to believe them? Oh, it's just going to be families. Oh, yeah. Okay. Folks, they're, they're lying to you. You know what they're going to do with these people that are by the river near the school, near the Da Vinci Center, Charles Street? Guess, take a wild guess where they're going to ship them. Zamborano. Hey, good news. You can go up in Boroughville. Do whatever you want. We're going to set up some sheds for you and the whole deal. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them today for all your propane needs. Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. For Propane Plus, heating and cooling, residential or commercial, you can depend on Propane Plus. Three generations. They have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. You just type in your zip code, residential or commercial, Rhode Island or Massachusetts. If you use propane, call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209 or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1253 on this Wednesday. Again, we will be doing Facebook Live later and we're also going to check in the return of Ladybug comes tonight. I want to remind you, Hey, one way to improve your property is with our friends at J. Perry Paving, residential or commercial. You know, that makes a great Father's Day gift. Have your dad's driveway paved, and no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, free estimate, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Give them a call. You can also find them on Facebook, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. Boom. Licensed and insured contracted company. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. They're also online. Free quote. And remember, if you're a veteran, or maybe your dad is a veteran, or your mom, or your grandfather, your grandmother, brother, uncle. They have a tremendous package for veterans. No one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. Well, folks, at 12.54, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, again, Dan McGowan, you're going to hear him in the Boston Globe next hour. Um, but we are at a pivotal time right now with within the state and i believe it is my contention that i don't it's like that scene in moneyball when billy bean played by brad pitt says what's the problem i don't think you guys are even looking at the problem and then grady the head scout says billy i think we're all aware what the problem is and he says fine what's the problem and then the fact is they don't know what the problem is so one of the problems that we have, and this is a major problem in the state right now, is voting. And there are loopholes for voting. And I am waiting for the people in power. And this goes out to, I had him on, I've known him for a very long time, Joe Powers. It's up to the chairman. It's up to State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. It is up to Mike Chippendale. It's up to Brian Newberry. It is up to... The Republicans with skin in the game. How come John Breen, he's the one that's putting in the legislation. Now, that's a leader. 
Representative Breen from Woonsocket, he's a leader. We're going to have him on the show again tomorrow. Got great feedback off having him on. He just needs a platform. He's absolutely right. We don't need so much time for this early voting. As I had told you, they don't even have a handle on early voting. People are voting twice. Our elections are not legitimate. Think of, and, and you know what I'm really shocked at is the amount of, you know, the, the Trump people have put up with so much and the Republican Party, Sabina Matos raising money off, what do they call them? Election deniers and attacks on democracy. And in the Rhode Island Republican Party, they just take it. Now, if you're a Republican in Massachusetts, you may say, well, no, us too. Yes and no. Yes and no. Rhode Island's, believe it or not, it's actually worse. And and I've laid it out for you folks. Um, Rhode Island allows unlimited ballot harvesting, meaning one individual can collect 500 ballots. One person can collect 1,000 ballots. You want to straighten out our election system. You have to get the campaigns out of the ballots. You need to get the campaigns out of the ballots because that's how McKee won. That's how Matthaus won. That's how Seth Magaziner won. The Board of Elections voted 4-2 to two against supporting legislation by Representative John Breen, independent from Woonsocket, that would reduce the early voting period from 20 days to 14. It absolutely should be 14. And on top of that, there has to be a mechanism to be able to check if people are voting twice. Folks, if they're catching five, you know what else? No one even brings up the fact. So we're to believe five people only, possibly, by accident, voted twice in November. So I'm going to ask what I think is a very legitimate question. How do we know they didn't vote twice in the primary in September? Right? There's that great scene in Ozarks where there's the, you know, the, the, uh, the drug lord. And he asked the question to Charlie, you know, the guy that the, um, the wealthy businessman where he catches his longtime housekeeper. She's worked for him for 20 years and he catches her stealing. And she swears, I've never done this before. Please don't fire me, blah, blah, blah. And he asked the character on the show, what should we do? And what does he say? It doesn't mean it's the first time she's ever stole anything. It means the first time they've caught her stealing, which is often the case. Listen, it doesn't mean, can you imagine that? Last November, five people accidentally voted twice. Wrong. It just means you only caught five people and you only caught them for that election because I'd be willing to bet more than that and they also voted twice in the, the uh, September primary. Folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, the big news about the attack on the Kremlin. I love it. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is next. Facebook tonight, doubleheader, the return of Ladybug, and then first one on the scene live stream. We'll be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.